0: Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to all of you. I want to thank Pastor Don and take this privilege to just honor him for the season of ministry on Renewed encourage That he has continued to lay the word upon our hearts every Sunday in such a powerful and awesome way. I also want to thank him for the opportunity extended to me today to minister on this subject, Renewed encourage to Conquer. Renewed in courage to conquer. Our scripture reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, from the King James Version. And I'm going to read. I invite you to read with me. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowls of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. In Revelations chapter 2 and verse 7, we also read that to the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Now, both in the Old Testament, at the very beginning in Genesis, and at the very end in the book of Revelations, we see God giving encouragement. This trend of encouragement, especially in Revelations chapter 2, 2 to chapter 3, where the Lord gives promises to the overcomer, continues throughout Scripture. And in particular, in Revelations, up to Revelations chapter 3, verse 22. The word overcome or conquer appears seven times in these passages in Revelations only. Now, the word dominion we read in our beginning Scripture let us make man in our own image after our likeness, and let them have dominion, dominion over. That word dominion in the Hebrew means, to tread down. It means to have dominion, to have authority, to prevail against. It also means to reign or to rule over. See, God doesn't want you to tread down. He wants you to tread down. He doesn't want you prevailed upon. He wants you to prevail against. He wants you to reign, and He wants you to rule over. Wow, that's the heart of God. See, God at the beginning infused in Adam and Eve, the divine courage that we are talking about today, while Jesus inspired courage in his church, in the church, the bride of Christ, in Revelations from chapter 2 and going to chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 in the Amplified, what we read above in the King James, the Amplified says, According to our likeness, let us make man. And it says, Likeness here does not mean physical likeness. It means a spiritual personality or moral likeness. You see, it's amazing that it's inbuilt within us. Each of the four cherubims that Ezekiel saw in a vision in Ezekiel chapter 10, verse 14 from the NLT version says, that they all had four faces. One of those faces happened to have been the face of a lion. Now, a lion stands for conquering or conquest. So have you ever seen people who have just come from the presence of men or women of authority in various disciplines or life or walks of life? Let's say they've just seen the president. They've come from meeting a Nobel Prize winner or a recognized artist though it's probably the last time that they will ever have such an opportunity, they feel that they've grown an inch taller, or like they are wearing platforms. Their head is lifted up, and their smile cannot be hidden. Man, you can't believe the degree of courage they've gained from just that one experience. However, we as a church, as a people of God, we live in His presence. That's why the Bible tells us, come boldly into my presence, the book of Hebrews, chapter 4. While our body is here on earth, our spirit man is sitting with him in heaven, in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. You no, know, we are in him and he is in us by and through the power of the Holy Ghost. No wonder it's written, in him we live and move and have our being. You know, Pastor Don encouraged us with this, in the series he said, this statement, we are born to courage. We are born to courage. The Apostle John, the author of the book of Revelations, encourages, encourages us to live a committed holy life in order to participate in God's victorious kingdom, conquering kingdom. That's what we are part of. While in the island of Patmos, he was forced to, lab- to labor very hard. This is forced labor in mines, working in mines and also in quarries. But his commander-in-chief appeared, glory to God, and delivered a message of ultimate glory. That's why I want to encourage people who don't read the book of, 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 uh, of uh, Revelations. They're afraid of the beast and all the, you know, the, the scary things in that, in that book. I tell you, it is a good book because it tells you how the devil ends. You know, It gives us a very, very clear message. Uh, understanding of how it will all end up. Now, you and I need to conquer what is trying to conquer us. It may be fear. It may be a wilderness, terrible darkness, hardships, mountains of difficulty, of valleys of terror and trouble, and evil of every kind. Whatever it is, you and I face in this life, you must conquer in Jesus' name. God may not call us You know, and I believe he doesn't do that all the time. God may not call us to conquer or to change the situation in which we find ourselves. But to conquer in it. Let me repeat, to conquer in it. Being changed from one glory to another. Glory to God. Now, if we are going to be renewed in our courage... conquer, then we must do the following two things. Number one, consider your identity with God an inspiration to conquer. Consider your identity with God an inspiration to conquer. We already read about the likeness who we represent and resemble. I believe that our identity with God is a prophecy for every believer to overcome both in this life and in the life to come. The word image we made in the image of God. Let us make money in our image. The word image means resemblance. Have also a representative figure. That means it's a representative figure. You know, I have a twin brother who has represented me in court before. And it's amazing when he has represented me. One time, the judge actually asked me for the papers. The judge thought I was the lawyer. But I had to tell them, no, Tony is the lawyer. He's representing me. You see, the word likeness also means, you see, we are representing God, but we also have to understand what these words mean. The word likeness also means model or manner. So we are supposed, I believe, based on this revelation, to be and to behave like our God would, like Jesus would. See, when people see us, they should see God represented in our being, in our living, in our speaking, in our doing, in our walking on this earth. In an earthen vessel whose excellency and power is of God and not of man. Hallelujah. See you and I have the DNA of a conqueror. Your ID, or Huduma number, speaks about where you're coming from: Juguna, Mathini, Omundi, Omunametsa, Furani, Wafurani. I want you to know that it's just speaking about where you're coming from. We, yet we represent and reflect. The natural characteristics depend depending on where we came from or who we come from or who we came from. God wants us to be an example in courage and in conquest just as our master chief commander and the Lord of all is. I love First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 8 in the NIV. It says some Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the wilderness. Imagine, they left where they were at and went to David in the stronghold in the wilderness. They were brave warriors, ready for battle, and able to handle the shield and the spear. These were conquerors, warriors in defense, and also very good in attacking. Their faces were the faces of lions. Again, face of a lion. These are conquerors. You see, why did they go to David? David was such a man of courage. For a lad to take on a giant that defied an entire army it took great courage. And it's no wonder that courage attracts courage and those who had courage moved towards the courage that was in the wilderness. Secondly, be unlimited an unlimited encourager. Be an unlimited encourager. We see in Genesis that God the Father had infused encouragement in Adam and Eve to conquer everything. Then knowing that later Jesus also encouraged his son in the New Testament. He says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. In Revelations 2 and 3, Jesus is taking his turn to encourage the church that I'll be talking about next Sunday. The Holy Spirit encouraged the church. The church in Judea, Galilee, and Somalia encouraged, were encouraged by the Holy Spirit. This is what the scripture says. And they increased in number. See, encouragement brings growth. God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost were involved and are still involved in bringing encouragement to the, to the, to the, to the people of God. God knows that there is one ingredient we must possess to conquer. Guess what it is? Courage! Courage, courage. We see... The God had continually given encouragement through the apostolic ministry, through the prophetic ministry, through the evangelistic, the pastoral as well as the ministry of teaching. Let's make the Word of God our source of encouragement, and our hope will be renewed and eventually realized, according to Romans 15, verse four and five. Joshua. We read of those who are encouraged like Joshua. Joshua will receive encouragement from God and even from his master and his leader, Moses. In Joshua 1, 1, verse 7 and 8, it says, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that you will make your way, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Wow. How do you lead without courage? Today we want to encourage all our leaders. We are a leader in this church. Want you to know that you need courage and may God encourage your heart. Gideon, while threshing wheat in a wine press, received encouragement from the angel of the Lord who appeared to him. And he said, The word of the Lord, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. How can you be mighty while you're hiding? See, God is able to call those things that be not as though they are. And I pray that we will be such kind of encouragers that we don't encourage based on what we see or what we feel, but we encourage others based on what the word of God says. Therefore, encourage one another. Paul spoke this to the church in Thessalonica, in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, and build each other up just as in fact you're doing. You see, if you're already doing it, do it some more. See, the word encouragement appears on, uh, only six times. And only in three, in three books in the Old Testament. And 14 times in seven books in the New Testament. That's according to the NIV Bible. And the, you can notice here, encourage, that's in the past. But watch this. The word encourage appears more than twice the number in all those cases. It appears 15 times in the Old Testament and 39 times in the New Testament, according to the NIV I want to finish by saying this. There was a man in the Bible called Barnabas. His name was actually Joseph, whom the apostles nicknamed Barnabas. What does Barnabas mean? One who encourages. Whoever you are, whatever your name is, be a Barnabas. Be an encourager. God wants to identify with you as an encourager, who he is, the greatest encourager. If the world in which Paul the Apostle lived needed encouragers, how much more in our world today do we need such men? And I finish with this Hebrews three thirteen, the NIV, which says, "But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness." God bless you. May God renew your courage to conquer. In Jesus' name, amen.